You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Oh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Morning coffee radio with the motivator, Jazzy G, Cheryl Starr, and DJ Nelson, the maestro. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivator. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. G. Today, beloved, it. Freestyle Friday. That's right. Today is Freestyle Friday. It's time to get our freak on today. Start some shenanigans up in this piece. <laughs> and the person by my side is always starting some shenanigans. Is the one, the only, the incomparable, the funny bone lady, Jeff Star. Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? What's up, Jazzy G? Good morning. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Y'all know it's my favorite day of the week, Freestyle Friday. Let's get this show on the road so I can get on the road. (laughs) Get on the road. Get on the road. (laughs) Hey, we can't get on the road without this man here. He makes our road uh, smoothing as smooth can be. You know what I'm saying? Smoothing in the baby's bottom. <laughs> That's right. He's smooth operator. He's the percolator. That's right. He throws it down like he's going to do today. He is the one, the only, the master king, DJ Nelson. Oh, yeah. The Maestro. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy G? What's Good morning, Nelson. Star. The Mashup King. Yes, yes. Building. Freestyle Friday. Let's do this. I know you got some shenanigans going on today, Nelson. Gonna be Nelson. funky. Gonna be fun. Let's get, get that the mix. Freestyle Friday music. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that now. We're looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. Do your mashup magic, brother. Oh, yeah. It will be mashed. <laughs> What up? <laughs> hey, so motivated. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to get you up, get you out, get you going. Hey, you know, the morning coffee crew, we always got something up our sleeve. But we're just going to have some fun today. And uh, like I said, we're going to start some shenanigans today. And then Nelson, he's going to bring you, you know what I'm saying, his mix and everything like that. Mash it up on you and everything like that. It's going to be nothing but a block party, y'all. That's where we're going to take you today. <laughs> nothing but a block party all right but yo star yes let's get into some shenanigans housekeeping today <laughs> let's do it got- let's do it it's time to get to some housekeeping yo star what you got for housekeeping today well before we get into the shenanigans i want to give our condolences to uh, nelson mandela his granddaughter passed away Oh, uh, yeah. The Mandela family, we send our condolences. Yes, we send our condolences. Uh, she was 43 years old. Her name was uh, Zolika. A young girl, 43. You know, mm. she battled breast cancer. Wow. So, um. Yeah, yeah. So, want to give our condolences to the Mandela family. Yes, indeed. The young one. Yes, young, indeed. As we always do here on the morning coffee. Right. But um, for housekeeping, I want to talk about, you know, some of the stuff we've been talking about last week. And I want to get on um, the NBA for a minute. No, it ain't, you know, it's not uh, Wednesday. It's not Sports Wednesday. But Stephen A. Smith was slamming the uh, All-Star festivities. He said, Uh basically, the only thing they should keep going forward is the three-point contest and maybe uh, create that uh, WNBA versus the NBA. Like, he liked the Steph. uh, Yes. 
the, yeah. you know, the, yeah. that Steph did yeah. with uh, Liberty, the girl from yeah. the Liberty. Right. Mm-hmm. But he said, as far as the skills challenge, and I thought the skill challenge was decent this year, to be honest with you. But he said, get rid of that and get rid of the slam dunk contest. And he was very passionate about it. I mean, it went viral because he was saying that the players was not into the game, just basically was scoring up and down. He was like, and anytime you got 400, 200 points on the board, (laughs) I know. You know that that's sad. No defense. You know, 400 points between both teams. You know what I mean? There's never any defense, though, in the All-Star game. Yeah, it's never. But, you know, they they play a little. He was saying this this year, he was like, if you look at the body language, there was no defense at all. Because, you know, sometimes they did play defense in the fourth quarter towards the end of the game when it was time to, okay, let's see who's going to win it. You right, know, yeah. and he brought up, you know, back in the days with Allen Iverson, Stephon Marbury, that was one of the best All-Stars because they was battling uh, in, the, in, the, in the East one. That, that was when Stephon and Allen Iverson was going crazy. Right. Yeah, they was they was the backcourt. And that, that was one of the best All-Star games. Um, Allen Iverson wound up winning the MVP with that. And Steph did a great job. And that's uh, Stephon Marbury right. at the time. But he was just saying that it's just not the same. And also, um, you know, Shannon Sharp and Kirk, 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 what's his name? Pendrick. What's his name? Kirk Pendricks? I, I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, the other guy. Oh, Kendrick Perkins. Right, there Kendrick you go. Kendrick from there the Boston Celtics. Yeah, you know, he does the comments. Yeah, Perkins, I'm Perkins, Kirk, right. I'm talking about Kirk Pendricks. Right, Perkins. Man, you was messing me up. I know. I was messing I don't have his name on. It's Friday. About. It's Friday. It's I time know, to go I know. home. <laughs> think we were, we were drinking more than coffee or something today. I think we had some Irish oh, coffee this morning or something. I'm telling you. <laughs> but um, so they were talking about that you know they agreed that you know the dunk contest is you know it's different like it was like anytime you got to bring a d a g league person to win the dunk contest he's not even in the nba <laughs> you know and it, it's just it, you know the two dunk contest row, has to be the same two years in a row and he's actually blaming lebron he said you know in his opinion uh you know because it stopped that kobe he said he believed like ever since LeBron came into the league and was, you know, people were looking forward to him joining the dunk contest to continue the Jordan legacy and the Dominique Wilkins. And so he said, you know, what he, in his opinion, he said, ever since LeBron declined, all of the other NBA players have declined as the, well. The top so guys, said, yeah. Yeah. He was like, the you know, if guys, they, yeah. right. So he was like, if they see that he's not, he said, imagine if, Jordan wouldn't have did it. Kobe wouldn't have did it. You wouldn't have been, you know. So he was like, you know, people look forward to, in the past, this was a, a thing to see. Yeah. And he said, now everything is so business and everything. He said, it, took, it takes away from the game. Uh-huh. And he was like, he just think that they should get rid of it. Because there's no creativity. There's nobody out there that is doing any dunks that we have never seen or any dunks that gets us to drop our mouth like oh yeah, you know see, i see amateurs doing better dunks than than these guys right. yeah right. yeah yeah so did i say saying, that though didn't i say yeah i'm i said it too so motivated i said i really wasn't feeling the slam dunk contest right yes yeah see and i wasn't alone 
You know what I'm saying it should have been better. It should have been better, and it hasn't been. It hasn't been that good in the last I know. ten years. I know. You know, it's yeah. like it, you know. It's, it's funny. It, it, the first like time climbing. when the, when the All Star Game was in New York, the first time, not the second time, the first time they didn't have mm-hmm. the slam dunk contest, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, every I mean, Master Square Garden was mad. We was mad as hell, man. We, everybody's like, "Yo, it's a slam dunk contest." You know what I'm saying? Now the mm-hmm. second time it came to Master Square Garden, then they had the slam dunk contest. Everything at that point. The first time we was like, "Yo, what's up with that?" But at that time, it was still the, the Kobe's and all those people were in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I went to the and, game. And, I didn't get to go right. to the weekend stuff. Right. Like, I so, didn't get to do right. the weekend that, with the dunks and all of that. Right. So, but, but, uh, the, the, um, but now, like you said, uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about it until you mentioned that with, with Stephen A saying that, uh, LeBron, you know, never being in it. Kind yeah, of like it's took away for the other players to be like, man, nah, yeah. we don't want to do it either. Yeah, that's kind of whack, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of because that was a big highlight. I mean, from the very first slam dunk contest. Do you remember who mm-hmm. the first slam dunk contest? Oh, no, I'm not that old, Jesse G. <laughs> 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 oh, I couldn't even. I, I, I could. I remember. Take a uh, guess. You know, Take a Dr. guess. Dr. J and them, but not, not in that era. Take a guess. I probably was a baby. Take a guess. Take a guess. What, Daryl Dawkins? Oh God! Come on, man. I said, take a guess. I said the first. Why would that oh no the, no the first in the first? I I, I don't even want to go to go that far back because I don't even <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it's Doctor J and, and, and David Thompson. <laughs> oh well, you know I said Doctor J. Doctor J. Yeah. Uh, who Dr. I was J watching, was with the, but that he, was when the first dunk contest happened. Was Doctor yeah, J? Doctor oh, wow. J was with the I remember New York Thompson. Nets. He was with the New York Nets. And David Thompson with the um, um, Denver Nuggets. Saw Thompson. And that's he, when you first saw Dr. J um, jump from um, jump from the top oh, of the okay. key. Oh, okay. Well, I saw jump. that one. I just didn't know that was the first. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that was way back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, actually. Thompson. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think it was the NBA. Matter of fact. I don't think it was the NBA. I think it was the ABA. ABA? Yep. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, you know what I'm saying? I, I have to look it up. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe the first, because, you know, the the Nets, uh, it might have been the NBA, because I, I know the Nets, because, you know, the Nets was an ABA team. And they, yeah, they was the ABA. ABA. That's right. where Dr. J so, won the first yeah, championship. It was, the, it was the Nets, the Spurs, the Nuggets and who else, right? Isn't that the four? It's four teams that came to the NBA that was from the ABA, right? There was four teams, right? Wasn't it the? It was the Nets. Was it the Nets, the Spurs, the Nuggets, and it was the Spurs with Ice Iceman? Yeah, it, yeah. Because it was four was teams that was in the ABA that went to the NBA. So if I'm not mistaken, I I, I could be wrong. So motivators. You know what I'm saying? Don't quote me on it, but I, the first dunk contest might have been ABA first, and then it, then the, uh, NBA adopted it because the set because the second time when Dr. J was in the contest, he won it. He won it as the Sixers. Remember that he won it. Yeah, well, that's probably the one the I'm Sixers, thinking about. Right? That's in the yeah. NBA, right? And I think yeah. the first one, if I'm not mistaken, 
the first one had a, had that red, red, and blue ball. Yeah, because that was 1976. Yeah, but I can't, I, I can't, I'm not for sure. Yeah, it was they, but, yeah. but what I'm saying is because this is this is the deal, okay? Because let me get it straight. Let me let me let me get it straight, so motivated, so I don't rattle no one's brain. Back in the day, the All Star Game was played. The NBA played against the the ABA. It was the NBA All Stars versus the ABA All Stars. Right. The first half of the game, they would play with the NBA ball, was like with Wilson ball, Spardine, and then the second half was played with the red, white, and blue ball. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the red, white, and blue ball was Spardine, and I think the the, the regular the ball that you see today, it, um, you know what I'm saying, was was a Wilson ball, if I'm not mistaken. But that's the original, uh, the original All Star game. So. One yeah, team. that was the bicentennial year. So that was 1976. That's probably why it was the red, white, and blue ball. That was no, the ABA. No, red, well, ABA had the red, white, and blue ball. Period. Right. But they had that was their ball. Their ball was red, white, right. and blue. Right. You know and, the, and that was 1976. So in the All Star game, right? But in the All Star game, half of the game is played with with the NBA ball. The other half is played the ABA ball. That's how it mm-hmm. go. Right. Oh, in the game, they switched the ball. Right, over. they switched the ball. Yeah, right. so that was the year that Dr. J won it. And then uh, that's when he was with the New York Nets. That, New York that Nets, was right. Mm-hmm. right. And then later that year, for the, for the 76-77 season, it moved to the NBA. It moved to the NBA. All right, cool. Cause the, right, because the, because the four teams went to the NBA. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But but I had to get it straight because I was trying to I was rattling my brain. But what it was the original All Star games were the ABA All Stars versus the NBA All Stars. So I just got that straight, y'all. It just came right. back to me. I know I know I'm kind of up there. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm, I'm only middle age. You know 60, 60 in reality is middle age because you know you know our bodies are really. Uh, our bodies are really we, when we're born. Our bodies are really um, equipped for us to live to be 120 on average. You know that? To be no, I didn't know that. I thought old. 50 was yeah. middle age. No, they call, <laughs> well, that's why they call 50 middle age. But oh. yeah, because people go, why they call 50 middle age? Like most people don't live to be 100, but our bodies are equipped to live to be 100 over 100 because mm-hmm. it, in our makeup in our body makeup and everything we are average human beings supposed to live to be a, about 120 years old on yeah, average yeah, we, because but you of air pollution who, who water pollution right. c- cancer stress different all those things uh, that's why it, like, it, it took away right. our life expectancy so right. expansion so that's what happened. So it declined, but we're supposed to live longer than that. We're supposed to live about 120 years on the average. That's what we're built to live. You know, you know, you know um, a lot of people in my ex-husband's family, because most of his family were nurses and doctors, like his mother's a nurse, all his aunts, all her sisters, they all were nurses. They all live, and some of them are still living. They and let me tell you about his aunt. His aunt got hit by ambulance, Jazzy G, at ninety-eight or something like that, and she's still living. She's a hundred wow. and something. To, so wow. th- because they took care of, they you know they they got good genes, but also they all were doctors. They were all in the medical field, so they live long in in their family, and they don't even look it like. His mother and his grandmother don't look their age. Right. And and even when they were younger, like back when me and him was dating, they they didn't look that old. I was like, this is your grandmother? 
<laughs> like she she looked good like right. diane carroll and them back in right. the day yeah yeah because they were into health and they were into their you know that's why today a lot of them are still up there in a in a late 90s uh i don't know if anybody made it to 100 yet but i know his aunt yeah she's she's in 100 because she got hit by an ambulance and sued the city it's not funny but people was like <laughs> she lived to pass that accident that's I'm crazy laughing, but I'm laughing. yeah but that's that's what you know we was like wow yeah. you know rest uh you know yeah. blessings to you miss daisy yeah man that that's hey that's a blessing Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, man. Live, live, live he ain't taking me out, and I'm yeah. getting some money from the city. <laughs> <laughs> and don't take twenty dollars from her, cause she'll know it's missing. <laughs> oh man. The yeah, older people back in the days, you know, they used to, you know, when they give you a Christmas card or something. Yeah. Like, I gave you a little something. <laughs> It'd be like five dollars, ten dollars. Like as they get older, they get cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think we're gonna do? But you never say nothing. You just be like, Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> be like a dollar. They still now. think we still a kid yeah. so back it's in the day. Like, okay. they give us, yeah. You can buy me a whole popsicle with this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. <laughs> but another housekeeping that I wanna talk about, you know. Uh, just just a little bit on the subject of basketball, a little bit. I know so motivated. This is not Sports Wednesday, but um, the Marcus Cousins is now playing ball in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and um, you know they were just talking about the NBA. Remember, we talked about this as well, Jazzy G, because remember we were talking about Dwight Howard was sitting right. around. You know, he was staying in shape, waiting on the team. And he had, you know, showed his interest in returning to the Lakers or going to Golden State. And Golden State was entertaining it a bit when Draymond was going through all the stuff. Right. But nobody picked him up. So he also signed overseas and he posted it. He played for a team somewhere in Italy or Europe or somewhere. He was like, Uh see your NBA. Y'all took too long. And people were like, you know, they're getting sick of the NBA holding out on these good players that are still able to play the game today. They yeah. can go look at DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, he's been hurt, but he could go on the Knicks. He could go on any team that's looking to try to get a championship and give them a good five, ten minutes worth of defense. Yeah. Right? Defense and he could score. Like right. this is the thing that people were saying. Like we getting tired of them letting these good players when there's teams that could use a, a, a third option or I mean the only time that they probably don't want to get through is you if you're a troublemaker in the locker room yeah you, you know what I mean yeah. I mean look how long they let Camelo sit out I you know, know. two know. almost two seasons I know and that's like why he's Stephon going you know Mar- Marbury was not playing that's why Marbury's another champ. one he went to China China and was, it was champion there yeah. he, he he did a three-peat you know what I'm saying he's He's so famous in China. China, yeah. In the front of the arena is his statue. Right, right. They love right. him out there. The 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 um the strawberries, the sneaker, right. strawberries in China is the number one selling sneaker. And right. sell Air Jordans. Right, that's, right. That's how. Yeah, they love. They he's they staple guy. Right. That's how much they love him. Love him. Yeah. They wear strawberries. You know what I'm saying? And he talked yeah. about that one time. He was like, "They treat me like a king out here." Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, he brought so many championships, like you yeah. said, three peat, yeah, and um, you know, 
But um, yeah, so that was one of the things that went viral on the um, you know, they was talking about. But um, another thing I want to talk about, which is you know, a lot of shows, Jazzy G, because you know we talk about top five. We talked about our Mount Rushmore. Now people are doing. Remember, we even talked about television shows because I seen a post that they were saying what were the top five uh, hip hop movies. Right. You know, life stories like uh, they had in uh, double uh-huh. Get Rich or Die Trying. They had the Biggie story. They had Eight Mile up there. Um, it was just a lot of different choices coming up. Right. But the funny thing is, like, now these conversations are, have been spanned into music. And, and I'm like, oh, we've been talking, Man, we've right. been talking about that. So, Man. you know, I put on the post. Morning Coffee Crew. We, oh, we, that's what I put, Jazzy. I put. I put check out the morning coffee former episodes. We had these conversations. You know, I put it in our. You know how you make your comments. Yeah, yeah. So I plugged us in the comments, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Great conversation." We had this on the morning coffee radio show. I said, "Check the repeat episodes on Spotify." You know, but it's these are good conversations because yeah, yeah. you know when you talk about a hip hop movie at his at his best. I mean, N.W.A. That movie was 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 dope. It was it was it was a great movie, and the fact that Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, these guys were alive to participate. You know, Ice Cube's son played him in a movie, but you know, a lot of these movies sometimes get made where the people were gone. You know, yeah, yeah. So you know, they were. Easy E was the only one that wasn't alive when. Oh yeah, Easy E wasn't there when when he was (laughs) right when when the movie came out. But it's fact that you know Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. They gave great input. And you could see the story was authentic based on what we knew right. of N.W.A. And then the, the, the press that was on them at the time. Right. You know, after the police. they made it entertaining at the same time. Yes, but, yes. Uh, they did. That made it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good, though. You know what I'm saying? I like, and I really like, I, that, um, the, the, the N.W.A. Um, story, straight out of Compton, it, it's, it's one of the best. I would put it in the top five. Yeah, somebody had it as number one. Yeah. And, you know, people were changing their list because some people had Crush. They was like, don't forget Crush Groove. Right. And, you know, that was on there. Eight Mound. And people was like, get Richard Dodge tying. And Notorious. That was yeah. good. So it, it was a good, it was a good uh, back and forth conversation. So, you know, I was just basically right. kind of listening to what people were saying and you know, because we had these conversations as well. Even though, even though Wild Style don't have the quality, they say, mm-hmm. of a movie because it's independent, it was the first one. But being the first one, it's so launched that, you know what I'm saying, of you seeing hip-hop in its essence. And the one thing, it did grab hip-hop in its essence. Because, again, yeah. originally, yeah. it was supposed to be about the funky part. Right. You know I'm saying so. Right. And then they had broke yeah. up. Right. So, so that's why he said, let's. Right. Let's so if you, if you would have, if, if you would have got a story about the Funky Four there, you still would have got the hip hop story. Because yeah. You would have had the essence exactly of it in the, the foundation. Hip hop, no matter what. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, yeah. They were the calipers of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like when, when, um, when uh they they was mentioning the the Mount Rushmore of DJs of, of starting this and and it, they 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 had uh uh Bam uh Cool Herc and Flash and then they they said you know saying you you can't without Breakout Breakout is the next you know what I'm saying yeah and Flash right. said that Flash said that he said Breakout right. 
said, that's the four. And I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Finally. And it's, it's up to the guys who were there to, to keep. But because it's up to those guys, like Shah Rock had said, it's up to the people who were there to validate what she was saying. Because remember, for a while, in the beginning of the 50 years last year, they was like, oh, this person is the first female. She kept saying it, but then Flash came out, said it, Melly Mel, you know, Raheem. I remember, I, remember I said it here right, on right. Morning Coffee right, right here. I said it. I, I even stopped. I said, because you said one of, and then I said, oh, right. let's correct it. So I'm right. like, the first. You know what I'm saying? So I... You know what I'm saying? Let's stop the presses. Shawak is the first. So I wanted I wanted to be clear here because that's what it's about here. We want to make it authentic here and everything like that. That's why we bring the pioneers on here. Some of the right. pioneers, you may not know them because they're so local. They don't talk right. about big tours. They they talk about clubs that was like in New York City or, or they may have went to Pennsylvania or Jersey, but that was hip-hop. Right. Early like that. So when they did shows with their little hit records or whatever like that, and sometimes it, it, it's not even the ones that have records. The Cold Crush Brothers is not known for their records. They known for their performances. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, and they performed everywhere that that you know what I'm saying as far as New York City, the Tri-State. I mean, of course, they went all around the world now, but I'm just saying yeah. back in the day, you know what I'm saying? So they had that opportunity to, to, to really perform. So you have places like Randy's Place or Harlem World, Broadway International or Celebrity Club or Rooftop. And the, these places are local places, man, but they still iconic local places. The Fever, you know what I mean? So you have, you have like the Fever was fortunate to be in Crust School. So you, you got to see the, the uh, early club of the pioneers like the Fever. But... Yeah. You know, there's no movie that that shows you Broadway International. There's no movie that shows you Harlem World or anything like that. I would love for you know, say a movie to be made and show you the reenactment of of the Kumo D Busy B thing, and that so you'll see that it wasn't just them in that battle. You get what I'm saying? So right, right. It's, it, it, it's a lot that went on in that time that actually created what we see today. But it is fortunate that we have a lot of them that can speak about it and talk about it because they were there. And like I said, I know the behind the stories of the stories. Let them know, tell the behind the stories. And right. I can tell you the behind the stories portion of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what made me the type of historian that I am. You know what I'm saying? Being there. So right. those who ask for receipts, you know what I'm saying? Like one of the young DJs, uh, uh, DJ Swift, you know what I'm saying? DJ Swift is, is, is well known and respected in the DJ and, uh, uh, in the DJ and world and everything like that. He's a bit of a historian because he tells mm -hmm. a lot of stories and everything. I respect the young brother wholeheartedly, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but at the same time, I challenged him on a couple of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when he talked about flyers, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, like, the, like the early flyers that, you know, the graffiti artists, you know what I'm saying? They didn't make the flyers and stuff. And I said, well, that's not, you're not completely true about that because I know of some flyers that, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the 70s, that graffiti artist made the flyers. You know what I'm saying? The taggers made the flyers. You know what I'm saying? So I know that personally. You know what I'm saying? So he was asking me for receipts. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. but in reality, I am the receipts. You understand what I'm saying? Well, if you were there, my two eyes are the receipts. Exactly. You know? Right. So I, I right. may not have a fly that Phase Two did back in the day. I mean, I don't have that fly. We may not can find that fly, but I'm telling you, 
face to well, you know, flyer Shaw back Rock in the seventies. Shaw you Rock know what I'm had saying? a lot of flyers that she posted. Right. Over but the years. So he posted. asked the receipts. I, right. I have to say to him, I just said, I am the receipts. I just said, okay. I thought I said to him was okay when I, you know, said, cause we right. were, we were actually on Instagram talking about, it. but in reality, I am the receipts. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I was there. Just like the Chaos One song, I was there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you know, Buck, I was when, there. When Shah Rock was going through the, uh, you know, the conversation about her, you know, her being the first female, and um, she posted a lot of those receipts because she still kept, you know, like she said, she had an album worth of flyers. Yeah. And started taking pictures, you know, posting them on her page. Yeah. And, and, and back in the days, they had the date and everything on the flies. Like it was nice. yeah, Biz had a lot of those flies. You know, but like, Biz wow. have a few flies. He had a few flies that had me on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ooh, that's that's my crew right there. Oh, that's right. What, you know what I'm saying Biz had a lot of flies. You know what I'm saying, and there's some of the flies that you see. Matter of fact, some of the flies that's historical flies that you see about Jeff. I made the flies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This right. flies I made. That's what I'm saying, and that's why that I was, that? I, was, I was that DJ Randy made that dope stuff. Charlie Rock, you know what I'm saying? Made flyers. I, there again, you right. know what I'm saying? So I, I've seen these flyers. I, mean, I, I, I watched a, uh, I watched a, uh, um, uh, um, Easy AD of the Cold Cuts Brothers. There's, there's in the Bronx they have like this, this this little museum or whatever like that. Not the not the not the one that's being built, but it's like a it's like a um it, it, it has like different flyers and everything. I mean real historical flyers. So when Easy AD was actually and they have like some of the Cold Cross outfits, like he donated some of the Cold Cross outfits and stuff like that of his stuff. And yeah. so when he was being interviewed right behind him. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a flyer of the Cold Crush Brothers anniversary. Right behind him is that poster. That's, I made that poster. That is my night. I hosted that. You get what I'm saying? I yeah. hosted that night of the Cold Crush Brothers. So I'm saying, I see, I see me in the history. You right. know what I'm saying? I right. see the history of it. So when, anytime one of these young bucks want to question me, I don't get insulted, but I just want to put it out there. I am the receipts. Don't get it twisted. None of you young bucks. I respect all you, all you historians. I respect all of you. Mm-hmm. All, every single one of you. Ron, Troy, Jaquan, all of y'all. I respect all of you historians. I am the receipts. That's all I'm going to tell you. And every one of those hip hoppers, the original pioneers, they will tell you that. From Bam to, to, to the Cold Crush, all of them, they will tell you that. The ones that came on here, they tell you. I am the receipts. That's all I want to say. Right. I am the receipts. <laughs> I remember we saw a flyer recently with Vicious Three on it because you know before I went solo, when I first started, you know, mimicking Shaw Rock, we was the Vicious Three. That we uh we we wanted to be like the Funky Four, and right. they had they had a flyer with Treacherous Three on it, Vicious Three. Um, it was a uh, Super Three because Super Three was from our projects as well. Yeah, exactly. They made right. a couple of records, right. and, um, and then there was a flyer that S had with S the best, Rob Bass, Lord Finesse. Remember those flyers? Because that was that was S era when Bismarcky, all of them was on a, a flyer at one point. Yeah, yeah. PAL, the Mike and Dave party. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish there, I, I wish we had the tape 
uh, uh, is a Mike and Dave party, P-A-L, me and Daryl C, uh, the Crash Crew. Oh, yeah, the Crash Crew. Right. I was on the microphone, Daryl C was on the turntables, and we lit it up. You understand what I'm saying? I just wish that tape can be filed or anything. Because right. <laughs> we lit it up that night. It was, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I remember that night like it was yesterday, and I was just thinking about it the other day. Because I was thinking about Daryl C, because I, I saw a, 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 a post of the, of the crash crew performing. And they was doing high power rapping. So it made me think about Dal C. And Dal C was such a, he was a, as a DJ, he was so precise. That brother was nice. He didn't do any scratching, but he was so, his cutting was like precise. He was the, he was one of the most precise DJs that ever did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Me and him just tore it up that night. We just like, yo, we're gonna do, you know what I'm saying? We just did it. You know what I'm saying? We were on the flyer. We wasn't getting paid. It was just one of those things. We just kind of like did a Mike and Dave type of thing. And we just we just, just ate the crowd. I, I just remember that, that night like it was yesterday. Because I was like, that's that stuff that makes you feel good. You know what I mean? Right. Doing your thing. And I, I just wish that, that tape was, was in circulation. Like I said, we could find that tape. Uh, that Mike and Dave. Anybody have it? You know what I'm saying? That would be dope. It's a Mike and Dave PAL party, and and you know what I'm saying. And yours truly, Jazzy G was on the microphone, and DJ Dallas was on the turntables. And we just, right, right. It, <laughs> Those it was, were the days. Those were, but like you said, you're the receipt because, and also to remember, you know, not only that you were there, you have specific things that you remember, specific yeah. things that went that occurred. That's even more of a receipt when you can talk about. Uh, the battle or the behind the scenes or why something wasn't recorded you know right. people a lot of people wasn't there that can't give that detail like right. that right and I, I'm saying because before it, it was we all, it was considered hip hop because again Bambada made the the, the the elements come together and made it hip hop because again my brother was a tagger and, and I used to have a wall because my brother was of the 3YB that's the third yard boys okay mm-hmm. So I had a wall on my wall. So so many taggers came to my house. You know what I'm saying? And I had a wall on my wall. My mother, she hated it. Even Keith Herring tagged the wall. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So don't get it twisted, y'all. Right. Get it twisted. I got the receipts. You know what I'm saying? Shaft, <laughs> one of the baddest taggers out there was tagged my wall. You get what I'm saying? My brother was Salvex. Look at old old uh, uh, print, uh, uh, of anything of, of old trains and stuff like that you will see Salvex 3 wild Beaks they always put the, the, the crew they was with you get what I'm saying right again I, I was there <laughs> I was there did you see the, uh, so Billboard released Hip Hop 50th Anniversary you know this was later last year where 50 Cent was recently talking about the list is incorrect but they Billboard released the top 50 50 greatest I'm sorry the top 20 rappers of all times and they had Big Daddy Kane at number 20 Missy Elliott at 19 Ice Cube at 18 because they started from 20 down right Ice Cube at 18 and uh, 50 Cent 17 16 Scarface 15 J. Cole 14 LL Cool J 13 Rakim 12 Andre 3000 11 Kanye West 
Nicki Minaj is on the list as number 10. Snoop is 9. Drake is 8. Wayne is 7. Big B.I.G. is uh, 6. Then they got Eminem at 5. Tupac 4. Nas 3. Kendrick Lamar number 2. And Jay-Z number 1. Now, they don't have Karis. One on this list. They don't have... Uh, uh, who else is dope that's not on the list? Well, again, they that list is, is comprised of, of of popularity, record sales, and things like that. That's not a list. That's not a list. I didn't hear you say Melly Mel. So, yeah, Melly Mel is not on the list either. Oh, D, right? Right. right. It, it's like this. Now, now Daddy-O of Stetsasonic has said something that is so true. And this is such a fact. And y'all can challenge him if you want to, but you'll be a fool to do it, okay? That'll show you how much you don't know about hip-hop. Daddy-O said there's two type of MCs, all right? You either the Melly Mel MC or the Kumo D MC, right? Two mm-hmm. type of MCs. Melly Mel is the, if you're, you're straightforward, straight to the point, boom, 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 hit you with the boom, bam, bam, bam. With the rhymes, you know what I'm saying? It's just bam, bam, bam with the rhymes. Or you the Kumo D kind of a rapper where you flavor it up, you know what I'm saying? Ever lovers, ever, ever, you know what I'm saying? Like flavor, you know what I'm saying? Put flavors in the dope, you know what I'm saying? Hit you with points and there's flavor to it and this and that and it take you around and around the circles. Nobody else did that before the two of them. Let's be real. So everybody mimics that. You may have your own whatever. But everybody mimics that. Either you straight to the point of a of a rapper, or you the flavor of a rapper. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Everything comes after that. No matter how dope they are, they either straight to the point, or their flavor. They the flavor of the month rapper. Either one that comes from Melly Mel and Kumo D, and he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You know I said absolutely right. You know right. So true. So true. Big up to Daddy O. Daddy O, you got to come on here. Morning Coffee Radio Show, bro. You got to come on up here, bro. But they should have the uh, 50th hip hop, like the NBA did, the 50th greatest players. They yeah. should have some solidification um, by the pioneers or whoever is involved, like the DJs, everybody, the taggers, everybody who has real. Because 50 Cent mentioned, he was like, you know, Billboard is a mixture of A&R people, uh, record yeah. executives, yeah. Uh, like you said, you know, because they, they looking at record sales as well. And, and, and different factors go into this list being generated where he says that, you know, sometimes they're going to be way off and sometimes they're going to get it close or sometimes yeah. they're going to, you know, you could you could you could take a few off the list and add a few more because. In, in all hindsight, in the post, people were saying 50 Cent is not in their top 20 because 50 Cent was talking about, uh, to him, Jay-Z is not the number one. He said he's in there, but, you know, 50 Cent is like in Nas and, um, and Rakim because those, you know, he always say Rakim was his favorite rapper. Right. You know what I mean? Where was Biggie? So, Where was Biggie on that list? Biggie is, uh, uh, let me go back. to Biggie is number six. Notorious B.I.G. They got two pop at four, so right. they got Jay Z one, Kendrick Lamar two, Nas three, two pop four, and Eminem five. And so, um, what's my guy name that I talk about a lot? Um, Source Magazine. They had, um, 
Benzino. Benzino. Benzino said that he don't think Eminem is in the top 20 because, you know, even Melly Mel has said that before. But he was like, just because he's a white boy, y'all say, oh, he's great for a white. He's, he, he was saying that people give him rap credit because they say he raps good to be a white guy. Right. So th- this is what he was talking about. I was like, does he does he rap good to be a white guy or is he just a dope rapper? Right. You know, so right. so those are so those are some of the conversations. But what I think is that they should have I the hip hop masses. I give him his props because he's very skillful. Yeah, he's skillful for sure. Definitely. Ahead of people that he shouldn't be ahead of. Shouldn't be ahead of. Right, right. Do that because he's a That's the point. And that that's That's how you know some of it is sales. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like say it's not like they put vanilla ice up there. And, right, and, right. If you put vanilla ice on that list, then that's because that's because he's a white rapper. But you know, it'd have been about sales only. Right, but but yeah, but Eminem, he got he got skills. He's skillful. Yeah, and, and he's a battle rapper. Right, yeah, give him that. He is a battle rapper, but at the same time, there are people that he's in front of on the list. That even like when MTV did the list, they 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 made Biggie and Tupac number one and number two, and made Eminem three. Right. Which was strategic on their part because the two that they put at number one and number two are dead. Right. So what happens is the number three guy, he's alive and he's white. What that does for what that does for the white uh, audience that love hip hop and say, hey, that's 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 our Elvis. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And, and now, because of the internet, even with the makeup of Elvis, everything about Elvis, you see that every makeup of Elvis, everything about him, the way he danced, the way he sung, the songs that he sung, mm-hmm. all black artists, every bit of it. Mm-hmm. So all his makeup. So again, there's nothing authentic about Elvis. Right. So I know Eminem fears that that's a, that's a fear of his to be compared to be this hip hop Elvis because there was nothing authentic about Elvis. Right. So, but Evan never felt that, hey man, but I got some authenticity to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and he does. So, right, he, uh, yeah, he does, he does. Right, so, and, right. And skillful, but at the same time, he does get a pass. Right. Pass. Okay, because for some people like Melly Mel, or Kumo D or somebody that's not there on top. Even when when MTV made their list, and rap is that it's like okay, that list come from record sales and popularity and all that. Yeah, he was he was Fifty Cent was saying it's a mixture. Right, so that right, so it's not yeah. just. That's why he said rap is is, is not authentic, and he records, said great records. Right. So right, and he that, said that the beat for for this to be like a really authentic list, he said you have to consult the pioneers and you have to consult all rappers of each era. You know what I mean? So to me, if you ain't talk to me, you ain't got no list. That's how I put it like that. <laughs> you ain't talk to me, you ain't. I put it like that. Now, you know what I'm saying you ain't got a list. <laughs> you know what I'm but then it should be a combination of all the, the those pioneers and those who was part of it. You know yeah, and have some real conversations, like you know, right? And have real conversations, like you said. And, and what are what are the criteria? Because record sales shouldn't. I mean, record sales play a part in your success. 
But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best rapper based on record sales. Right. And we, we all, all know that. We all know that, right? Because you right. had Amber on that list, and he outsold most of them. So you wouldn't put Right, it. that's true. That's true. Right. You just wouldn't. Right. And Hammer wouldn't even be Hammer know he don't belong on the list. That's true. That. That's a that's a great point right there. Plus you would put Hammer on the great Right, absolutely. Hands down. Right. Right. But that 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 rapper slash MC rapper thing, no. He wouldn't right. be there. He don't expect to be there. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, you know what I'm saying? You the, the sales that that some mix a lot, you know what I'm saying? You can't touch your sales, but some mix a lot, no, he's not he's not a boss guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. So you wouldn't put him on that list. So again, it has to be a combination of that. I'm not saying Billboard's not do they doing a combination of things. And again, one of the combinations is popularity of sales, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, when I when I saw that when you, when you ran down the list, I was like, okay, that's they did, you know, saying they picked in a was a, a combination of things. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely, yeah, they don't they don't, and I'm not saying they don't know, but I'm just saying the the keep it authentic. I'm not saying each and every time it has to be the old school rappers or something. Like, no, that's not even what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, I I on all the list, MTV, this one, but there's another one I forget. But in my opinion, uh, Big Daddy Kane is too low on the list. You know, mm-hmm. he's too low on the list. He's mm-hmm. if he's not in the top ten, I, then something is wrong with your list. That's just my opinion. If, if Big Daddy Kane's not in your top ten of a of a, of a, of a rapper MC list, your list to me is flawed. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and you, and Melly Mel's not on the list at all. Your list. Yeah, Melly Mel is not even on the list. Not on your list. Right. Your Lord, that's just, and I, I'm gonna, I'll go to my grave with that one. I don't care who you are, Billboard, anybody, and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you know what I'm saying? You, you speak for music, but let me tell you something, man. You would never speak for hip hop. You would never speak for hip hop. You know right, right. Always speak for hip hop, and who don't like it, they could not like it. You know what I'm saying? Because those the pioneers of hip hop know where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. and they know me, and they know where I'm coming from. And I'm gonna always speak on hip hop and speak for the voice of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Always, always. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They tell you. You know what I'm saying? And again, Cool G, myself, and Gusto, we created the very first award show. Legitimate rap award show at the rooftop that will always be in the history books. You know what I'm saying? Always, <laughs> always. <laughs> That's how we go. But DJ Nelson, the maestro, he's over there itching for a scratch. I know Nelson gonna go in today. You know what I'm saying? Because I know they, they y'all hear me talking job, yeah, Jazzy talking this talk and everything like that. But every time I talk my talk, y'all, did you notice Nelson go in? <laughs> do his thing. I don't know if he do it to shut me up or do what? Let's go, let's go. <laughs> Maybe he get louder. I don't know, but he, he brings the house down. <laughs> Anytime I'm on the rant. But so, Motivators, I want you to turn your boom boxes up. Tell a friend to tell a friend so we keep doing this again and again and again. Anything. DJ Nelson, the maestro, is about to go in with the Block Party mix today, y'all. Hey, he's about to start off his shenanigans. Yo, Nelson. Yo, yo. What? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's go. The best sound. 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 
This is Drizzy Drake. This your favorite hood out. This princess, sexy red. The number one morning coffee. Yeah, my name is Summer Walker. This is 21 Savage. Where the beats are fresh. It's a world premiere. A world premiere. Stop the beat. Get on the line. Swing on the vine. Get in the bracket. You know I like it. In the jungle. Get in the bracket. You know I like it. Nelson, the maestro. The maestro. I 
Jazzy G, each Cheryl Star.
Making blues of night and day. Hee 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 hee. You're stretching out your dues. Look at you fooling you. She's a girl in a dream She sees a full-eyed cartoon monster on a TV screen She takes another puff and says it's a crazy scene The bed is green She's a tangerine I'm too high, too high But just Sip your morning coffee with the motivator and jazz EG I'm too high, too high Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not the 
DJs rocking the airway, rocking the airways. DJ Nelson, DJ the maestro, the maestro, the maestro. Thank <laughs> you. 
your station, the pulse of the city. DJ Nelson, the master. This is the bomb, the bomb right here, bro. Jazzy G, featuring show with star and DJ Nelson. Dog Mike's Nelson. Yes, hey, yes, so yes. motivated. What I tell you? <laughs> what I tell you? <laughs> I don't lie to y'all. I don't lie to y'all. I said he was going to do it. <laughs> he did it, y'all. It's the funk. Got it's the, the funk. weekend. Got it ready, Nelson. Funky weekend. Word so up. <laughs> I know y'all just dancing off the walls, <laughs> bopping your head so hard. <laughs> it's all good. So good, man. So good. It's a yellow. I got the edge. Time to even party. <laughs> but it's morning time. <laughs> no disco open now. <laughs> no fun. Doesn't <laughs> uh, get you prepared and prepped. That's what it's all about here on the morning coffee, That's what we y'all. do. That's what, That's what we it's do. all yep. about. You know what I'm saying? You the man oh, now. Yeah. I'm going to say it always. Nah, thank you, brother. Thank <laughs> the you. The king is in the building. The mashup. <laughs> Champ is here. Okay. <laughs> what up? What up? Yo, Mr. Dog. Yes. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's jump into it. To your your uh, thoughts of wisdom right away. Let's just jump right into Oh, I got a goodie one for people today on it's, Friday. You got a good one for the Friday? For yes, the for the Friday. For the Friday. For the Friday. All right. So, uh, so Soul Motivators, I want you to grab your paper and your pen. Because Show Star's about to go in with today's thoughts of wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom is short and sweet. Today's thoughts of wisdom, it's time to make the donuts and the coffee. 
And what I mean by that, so motivated, is because it's a metaphor. You know, you got to go out there, make the donuts, get what you got to get in life. But today's world, we talked about side hustles earlier this week. We talked about entrepreneuring. We had, uh, you know, my my cousin Russ Smith on here, and we talked about being consistent, being a businessman, the key to success, and what you want to do to uh, buy the block. Well, guess what? It's time to make the donuts and the coffee. You can't just make the donuts in today's world. That is not enough to get you where you want to go. You got to be willing to put that extra hump, that extra drive, and that extra effort into whatever you do. And I just want y'all to marinate on that so motivated. Because y'all know sometimes I use metaphoric things to describe what I want to say. Sometimes I'm talking in the basketball terms. But today, because we're Morning Coffee Radio Show, I want y'all to marinate on it. It's time to make the donuts and the coffee. <laughs> y'all marinate on that. Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. Yeah, sure and sweet. That That's a Friday. You know, you know how you have dress down day on Friday. Yeah, Friday, Friday, you don't work yeah. hard. <laughs> I'm not going to pick their brain today. I just want to give them something to think about while they're sipping on that coffee this morning while they're hitting the work. Yeah, I, but I, I like that though, Tyler. Coffee, <laughs> because you know it's funny, and I talked about this in my first book. I, I talked about how change, you know, because part of you know it's like in the change. Uh, chapter in my book, I actually used Dunkin' Donuts as, as an example. Oh, okay, okay. It was, their slogan was, it's time to make the donuts. Remember they right, had right. Went, the guy was time to make the donuts, and we were right. time to make the donuts, and then when Starbucks came along and they wanted to battle with Starbucks with the coffee and everything, they changed their slogan to fresh coffee every day. Mm-hmm. So, so it, right, so it, ch- it changed up. So so now you have, and you brought in time to make the donuts and the coffee. So it's like, you know, since so they went from- Make that coffee right. The, the fresh coffee <laughs> every day, right. So, right. And so it, it's, it's almost, it's almost like what you you said metaphorically is that you got to do both. You got to you got to make it happen because it's like coffee and donuts. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so that, some that, food for thought. Give y'all something yeah. to think about. You know? I like that because I, it's about having a team too. You know, it yeah. goes together well. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Cause when you don't have the, the things that don't go together, like in the movie Fridays, I love it when smoking <laughs> like, y'all never have things that go together. Peter Butter, no jelly. The movie, that's what it was going through. Oh then. man, that was so funny. Remember, was he had, they yeah. had cereal with no milk. With no milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. He was like, y'all never have things that, that go together. That's true. Too late, no sugar. <laughs> it's always something with your house. It's like it's never like together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and that that would mind boggle me. I would be mad. You know what I'm saying? One of my houses that never nothing match. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that go together is supposed to go together. You know. But yeah, but that that that's that's good. I like that. You're saying time to make the donuts and the coffee. I dig that. That's all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm done with my rant today about hip hop and everything. That was just my rant earlier before Nelson got me into the to, you know, got me out of that funk. You know what I'm saying? I was just I was just going in a little bit because again, when I hear stuff like that, 
and and, and you you know they didn't consult the right people. Mm-hmm. It's because of their own arrogance. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's journalism, and, and journalists are arrogant people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and, 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 yeah. They're very arrogant. As a matter of fact. I didn't have journalists on my list of bullies, but they're maybe <laughs> Oh man, the media? Oh yes. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Journalists are bullies. Too. Oh yes, they I, are. I, Definitely. I, I, well, I forgot about them. You know what right. I mean? They're bullies also. You know what I'm saying? They have this bully persona about them just to say. Right. But yeah, yeah, you know, but that's that's what it is. <laughs> Being a bully, you don't know. And you should know, but you think you know. Get the right people and do it the right way, but it's it's that arrogance that that comes with it. And if someone like me challenges them, they say, "Oh, but who you think you are? This is a lot. I got the I got the pull of surprise. I got the blah, 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 blah. get out of my face with that. That don't impress me. You know what I'm saying? Because you would never be where I was at. You would never hang in those places. You know what I'm saying? You right. never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. Stop it. Because I know who did, who was. You know what I'm saying? That's why me and Aaron Fuse so cool because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> say what you want to say about hey, Aaron was up those places though. He was at T Connection. He was at World International. He was at the rooftop. Say what you say. Say what you want to say. You know what I'm saying. So again, even Monica Lynch used to hang at the rooftop. Monica Lynch was president of Tommy Boy Records. Uh huh. Yeah, that's where we met. Monica and I actually met at the rooftop. Dave Klein actually introduced us. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, I, so certain people, I know that was certain places. You know, right. that's, you know that they were there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's all good. But certain people that they they know the history of it, stories been handed down to them, and that's fine. I, I, I don't knock, the his, like I said, the historians, I don't knock none of them. I love them all. I want them to come up here on, on the show and everything because I love what they do and I love that they keep it alive and I love the authenticity that that's that's coming from the historians. I'm glad they are the historians. I'm glad it is like Brother Ron and, and Troy and, and Jaquan and Neil mm-hmm. Cross and you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, I love it that those guys, you know what I'm saying? And they ain't new to this. Don't, don't get it twisted. It ain't like they wasn't around or something like that. They were around just the same. You get what I'm saying? Right. I, I, from the first generation, that's all. That's just the difference. I'm just from the first generation. Right. Yeah, that's all. But they were around just the same. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, And I love it. And they do their homework. And they do their research. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. And I've spoken to several of them. You know what I'm saying? So, so And I called them on certain things. You know, where they they, they they post certain things. I said, well, it didn't really happen like that. Let me tell you how it really happened. Said, okay, cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's all good. I, I dig it. I dig it. That's the way it's supposed to be. Instead of some outsiders, you know what I'm saying, studying uh, studying hip-hop from a textbook. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then right. how hip-hop went. This happened here. This was happening there. And the blah, blah, blah. And, and you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they have a hip-hop one-on-one in Canuck, um, Cornell. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's all good. But they have, but the, the, the they started the hip-hop, uh, uh, when they started it, they had people like Grandmaster Cass and, and, and Tony Tone for the Cold Crushing and, and Theodore, Grand was Theodore, those guys. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And they have a thing every year. And they bring they have a panel every year with these authentic 
pioneers. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? If you do it in any other way, you're not doing it. Matter of fact, I want to I want to shout out. Matter of fact, tomorrow out here Long Island at uh, Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble, and Car Place in, in, here in Nassau County, Long Island. Um, my good friend, uh, brother Heath, um, man in the mirror, and there's a there's a whole panel and, and everything going on with um, with hip hop and and those authors that have books on hip hop and, and everything. And, and it's going to be a slew of people. I, I'm not sure that everybody's going to be there, but I, I believe Ralph McDaniels or something, folks like that, is going to be there. So go check it out. It starts, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it starts at, at, at either noon, 12 noon. I think it's from 12 noon to uh, to 6 p.m. or something like that. Um, check your listeners for it. But uh, and you can look up Man in the Mirror. They they probably have it on they uh on they posting and everything like that. But tomorrow out here in Long Island in Carplay at the Barnes and Noble Barnes and Noble in Car Place. That's t- tomorrow morning here. And um, go check it out. And, and it's gonna be it's gonna be uh uh you know a panel and and they're gonna discuss hip hop. It's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The rare artists that wrote books on hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop by. I'm gonna be there. I'm not one of the panelists or anything like that, because um, it, it's it's a lot's going on for me tomorrow. But uh, I, I I want to really participate and even have my book, hip hop proverbs and everything like that, and 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 deal with it. But y'all all know my book, Facts of Life, is in you know in in, in Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. Right. So, you know what I'm saying, but you know, but yeah, go 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 by, check it out. And, and uh, you know, saying like again, this is a cop. It's a boss in the car place in Long Island, Nassau County. All right, and uh, yeah, you know, you know what I also wanted to talk about too is there's been talks or rumors or allegedly that uh, Tyler Perry is working uh, on uh, Acrimony too. With um, is that is? Did you hear anything about that? Because that's nope. been trending. They nope. were saying that Taraji, uh, you know, because remember in Acrimony one, she she posted had died. She did die, is she? she well, like, she got she she got she drowned and got hung with the with the thing. But right. you know, some of these movies they bring people back. So oh, uh, they had a picture with uh with her coming out out of the water or some stuff, and they were saying, that, yeah, they were saying that this is supposed to be something in the Netflix working. And um, they said Tyler Perry just landed a new deal with Netflix, so he guess he guess he got an eight movie deal. Uh, with Netflix, so people was like, the uh, the the reason why they thought Taraji was walking back some of the stuff, like they were, you know, when um, Taraji made a statement saying that when when there was issues, uh, when when Oprah fixed the dressing room issues and she did handle some of the stuff, they said <laughs> people was like, even Monique kind of insinuated that too when she was on Shannon, but people on on the, on the post when they saw the post. People was like, "Oh, this could be one of the reasons why she walked back uh, some of the things and made Oprah seem like she came to their rescue, right. you know, because yeah. of the Acrimony Two movie." So I haven't heard anything more about it, but it was trending. Um, so a lot of people was like, "That, you know, that would be a movie they would want to see, you know, because uh, she she played that, that role." 
movie though. That was yeah, that was a really good movie. That actually was one of his one of his best, in my opinion, one yeah. of the best. Yeah, he had, he had a couple of good ones and a couple of ones that you know things like that don't really happen. <laughs> but Acrimony, I think, is one of especially if, if you're talking about the movies that Taraji did with him because Taraji played in. Uh, family that prays. You know, she played his wife right. in that movie. Right. And Sanaa Lathan. That's one of his best, also. Yeah, that was that was a great movie Every as well. Have, if, if I'm if I'm like just scrolling or something, right. Channel surfing, and that's on already. I stop it. I watch it. Cause yeah, that that still was movie. one of the good ones too. Yeah. Yes, movie. yes, that well, was good. Well written, well well written acting. and well balanced. The acting yes, was I, good. I really yeah. And you know, I love my girl Robin Givens. Right. You know, she always bring a little spunk right. Right. to to the movies. Right, and that's where actually that story is actually where the the having to have nats come from. Cause you know, family have prayed. Right, 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 right. The have and have nots is like a story, right. and that's right. Have and have that praise was a was a play. Right, right, exactly. Play dealt dealt with like how to have and have nots. Right, right, right. Before, have not right. So off had, of that. That, if you saw the play, you know, what I'm saying the play, uh, it was more like the series having to have nots compared to the movie. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So it had a little more drama. This and that that actually was a good show. That was that was one of the shows uh, out of all the Tyler Perry shows that I enjoyed. I, I really like the Have and Have Nots. That was a good. Speaking show. of Have and Have Nots, uh, sidebar, sidebar. I know where you're going because I was about to talk about it. But go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, no, I know y'all saw this. Yes. So motivated. I know you saw it. The the the, the, the guy that played the, the was, father right. was on on uh, a podcast talking about uh, Beyonce and I yeah. I, yeah. I just want to speak on it because I know the beehive is coming for him. Okay, so he compared to, to a dog. To, uh, black people in country music, and he used the they thing. So he was talking about Beyonce mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that they you know saying they 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 dog. So he's coming. yeah. Yeah, black people, Beyonce particular out of order. Good dog. All right. So one, and I know a little bit about country music myself. And let me tell you something. You know, saying John Cracker Snyder, he is from upstate New York. All right. Beyonce is from Texas. So right. if I know anything more about country, would be the Texan girl. All right. right? Uh, uh, compared to the upstate New Yorker. All right, so let's get real with that. Okay, just because you a good old boy, <laughs> played in Duke has it, has it right? A, a series that came on weekly, and us young boys, we were into it because of the whole the the, the car chase and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But what had me with the Dukes of has it is that 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 car had a Confederate flag on it. Mmm, I didn't never really watch that. I watched yeah, Dallas Confederate flag on it. Mm-hmm. That used to come black on right before black Dallas. Hey, there was a group of black folks that did put protest to do so has it. Okay. The young boys was into the car chase and all that. Yeah, thing. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and then you had Daisy. That's where the whole Daisy Dukes come from. Because Daisy oh, okay. Duke, when she had the short shorts on the pool. Yeah. That's why the term they, they call Daisy Dukes. Mm-hmm. From, from the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, okay. Uh, right? Yeah, they cousin Daisy. All right, so motivated just give you a little background to it. All right, so Josh Snyder, I'll say Crack Snyder, 
you know what I'm saying, has something to say about mm-hmm. black folks and country music. Let me straighten all y'all out, okay? Because I know I'm so motivated. This is black, white, and everybody that listens to us across the board. Country music was started by black folks. I want you and they said that on the news. Did you see the? Did you see the CNN the the news when they were talking yeah. about the origin of right. country music started, from our? it for years. I've been saying it for years, for years. I grew up on country music. Just right, like, right. I love country music. I know right, the country oh. music or the, the, the songs, the I've blues. I've a country music fan myself. My some of, them, some of the country music songs so I are good. I know a lot of the songs. Right, right. My daughter Nigeria loves country music. Just like a right. great. You know what I'm saying? So, I, and, and, and I taught them from the time that they were young. Country music was our music first, just like jazz was our music, okay? And I saw there was a documentary on jazz that, that had this whole thing. Who started it? Was it black? Right, right. right. They did it together. Get out of here with that. I never, ever, 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 ever want to see, because we got that debate going on now with hip-hop. I never want to see that with hip-hop. Let's right. forget. The problem is they don't want to give us credit for starting something. Right. And again, the origin of country music, the reason why whites got into country music is because they were making fun of us. They was making fun of us, okay? Putting on blackface and playing the music that we make. And then the other white was like, wait, this was good though. <laughs> all right so mm-hmm. when, hey this was kind of good they start taking the blackface off and then boom all of a sudden they their country music yeah, right man. and the uh, the guy well, i forgot his name on the news but he Man-Jo, did a, he said, because they all come from africa he said let me give you a whole history on it and he ran down the origin of it and and everything it was it was so good because i was like oh yeah 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 he did it it was it was um i forgot his name but you know who he is popular journalist guy uh-huh right he responded to that post and he was right. like i told you when 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 there was a post about the the the, mm-hmm. the new black country singers and stuff like that uh-huh and i and on the on the guy's post i said i said because he said check this one out check that one out it's about five or six of them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i said well it's about time we get our music back we take our music back because we started this. Right. The white folks lost their minds off of me saying that. So they kept trying to challenge me, and I kept busting them up with every piece of history, busting them up. Where they were right. angry. They were, they were so angry at me, it was like, it was like, a, it was like almost like, I, I'm not going to call him the N-word because if I call him the N-word, then, then he wins. You know what I'm saying? Wow. He's going to prove that. I, but they don't say yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Kind of go, what are you talking about? Da, 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 and I kept hitting them up. It was so it was so ridiculous that and so many of them big me up right so and and a, a few of the country singers that that the guy mentioned you know say I think like three out of the the five six of them followed me and I followed them you know mm-hmm. they was like thank you thank you get what I'm saying because I was big you know what I'm saying I was giving facts <laughs> I was giving so much facts you know what I'm saying those white for them they was losing their shirt on you know what I'm saying like uh, uh, uh. it was that same thing that John Snyder was saying that they gotta tell y'all gotta have everything y'all gotta say no 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 it's not that we gotta take it we don't put up it's you guys that do it. and they even tried to uh, that do it they even tried to push, uh, put Usher and Beyonce. You know, because Beyonce, one thing I could say about her is that she she sets the bar really, really high, right? And yeah. I mean, even though she got more Grammys than anybody, 
with 32 Grammys, she really is going after that album of the year because sometimes you you want to win. That's just like winning all the MVPs. Yeah. And, um, you know, like Cameron and Mace was talking about, like, who cares about these small accolades when if you don't get a championship like that be what they go after. Like when you're great and you're you're striving for your greatness, you want the top prize. You yeah. that's just but my that's just to that. Off the Wall is an excellent album. Off the Wall. Matter of fact, Off the Wall to me is is a blueprint for any young producer that wants to wants to come into the, the game of production and mm-hmm. studies off the wall because you're studying the great you're studying the great question yeah off the wall was, so, was a great exactly. album and some of the greatest songwriters on there and everything so so off the wall to me is a blueprint to study if you if you become i don't care if you're a hip-hop producer whatever kind of producer r&b pop whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. matter off the wall is to me is a blueprint of an album to study. You know what I'm saying? To to be a, a great to become a great producer. And that album was excellent. That one Grammy. Not a one. You know what I'm saying? Not a one. He didn't really nominate for nothing. Wow, I didn't even know that. I didn't know That's Off the Wall didn't get a Grammy. Get nothing. That's crazy. Off the wall got nothing. So Michael went back into the lab. And that's why he made Thriller. And that's why I was called Thriller. And he was like, they ain't gonna deny me now. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But in, he went in on them and they couldn't deny him. Yeah, Off the Wall was a great album. Thriller was even Thriller. A lot of Michael Jackson albums, like I even like the the uh, the one that Teddy Riley did the bo- the most of the songs because right. that was dangerous. Michael transition. Yeah, the Dangerous album. That was Michael coming into uh, you know some of the some of the artists can't change with the times. Right. And when Michael Jackson Michael crossed Wall- over. Yeah. It, it, he changed with the times. He brought his stuff, even stuff that R. Kelly did for him that was not released. But he, you know, R. Kelly did right. the "You Are Not Alone." Yeah. But Michael Jackson, even the album that he did when he passed away, that Chicago. Leave, Chicago uh, is the bomb. That's the bomb My song. Daughter turned me on to Chicago. Yeah, that that Remember, song is. My granddaughter turned me on to that song. And you know, <laughs> I, I just say all the music that because there's songs that R. Kelly put on his album that were for Michael Jackson. You know, right. and when he sings them, I hear Michael Jackson. I was like, oh wow, this is this is a song that because he was saying some of the songs. Um, he couldn't get you know because they they can't take for so much they want to give other producers a chance so they they'll take this one and that one and stuff like that but yeah like off the wall that album was was probably one of the best in a in a when you're talking about it's a blueprint it, exactly it is because when you're talking about like the top 20 greatest albums I don't know if we ever did that I know we did hip-hop Right. Every producer, even my nephews, I said to them, that, yeah, that's study in off the wall. If you want to be a better producer than what you are, you know what I'm saying? Study off the wall. Mm. Study it. Study it. And I don't mean just play. I mean, study it. Break it down. Study it. I'm telling you. And it's timeless music because. Right. Come on. How many times don't stop till you get enough I comes on? Don't stop till you get enough. That's still I like do, a club banger. I do have. Have fans that's fetuses that's not even born yet. Right. <laughs> I just watched this boy. He was like a video. This boy was like he can't be no older than three years old. 
doing Michael Jackson and uh, come on, man. I was bugging it. And, and matter of fact, because Rev had posted uh, 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 posters, and oh man, I can't think of who they were talking about that was saying that as a performer and everything, as a performer and an artist, they greater than Michael as far as the times or something like that. And I was like, uh, You're talking about Chris Brown? No, I it's not really I, nobody that could really be compared. I don't think. I just can't think who it is right now. It slips my mind. And saying, Rev has said, yeah, I agree with that, what he was saying. But the way the guy brought, broke it down, it's not logical. But for me, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't hold water only because those artists that any artists that you mentioned, they're not their songs 20 years from now. You know, it's gonna be hard for any two-year-old to be singing. They started saying, "Yeah, I said about Taylor Swift. Show me the two-year-old that's gonna be singing Taylor Swift songs twenty years from today." Got what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be hard to find, but it's gonna be easy to find the two-year-old twenty years from the day singing and dancing Michael Jackson. The Michael Jackson is gonna be. Got what I'm saying? Jackson is just the state <laughs> of of music. It's like. <laughs> No comparison, you know. Nobody can compare to Michael Jackson songs. It's so timeless. My kids thought they were a a current group when they were kids. Mm-hmm. When they was when they was four or five years old, and I gave them the, the Jackson Five Greatest Hit CD. I gave them two. You know what I'm saying? They thought that was a now group at the time. And they were like three and four. And, and, and four, that's because, four, you know, old. Michael Jackson is the king of, so Michael Jackson is universal. So but I'm saying, the average white kid knows Michael Africa. Jackson. The average black kid knows Michael Jackson. But the average black kid may not know Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like, nobody can compare to Michael Jackson. You're not going to find that. Right. You're not going to find that two right. years, 20 years from today. I wouldn't even compare her to Michael Jackson. It's not going to happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even compare her to Michael Jackson. Right. But they all compare her. You know what I'm saying? Because they want her to be that. It's not going to happen. It's just not. Well, I know what they said is that she had more concert sales than him and so did Beyonce. But that doesn't mean that she's compared to Michael Jackson as right. far as the work, the 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 catalog that Michael Jackson has. Nobody's going to match that. <laughs> you can't come close to Michael Jackson. I'm sorry, and she's young. But I like I agree. I don't think she. I think she's gonna have her run, and as she should, she's gonna have her run. But come on, like don't, don't even do that to Michael Jackson's legacy. Like don't compare. Like come on. If if anything, you 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 compare people who are legends like Madonna and like all of these people that that put in the work and did like phenomenal tours and and concerts right. and stuff like that, you know. But what I was saying, I want to finish my thought because sometimes people say, "Shower, you don't never finish your thought." Sometimes <laughs> I was saying that yeah, when I, Beyonce, I so yes. well, when Beyonce, remember when just releasing a country album because that was a good point that you brought up. About uh, John, uh, what's his last name, Snyder? Yeah. Um, so they were trying to say, oh, Beyonce stole Usher's shine. So Usher was like, absolutely not. Like, because the commercial came out because, you know, they said the Usher Super Bowl was the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, halftime watched. Yeah, they was like the most watched halftime. Halftime. Right, right. So, um, you know, people were talking about 
the 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 thing of the Super Bowl, but then they said, "Oh, here go Beyonce!" Right after the Super Bowl, dropping the uh, commercial about her country album, and her country album, uh, her, the two songs that she released is number one already. Right. But what I'm saying is that she's strategically a smart genius, and yeah. that's where I respect her work ethics because. If you look at, she just finished the Renaissance tour, maybe a month ago. And now she got a new album already dropping and went into the country. And, and people are saying, oh, now she's going. In. No, she been was doing that because an album does not take a day or two to do. You know, she had to been working on that album yeah. before the Super Bowl. Well, she when, just, she did, when she did the song with the Dixie Chicks that time and she was on the, right, the, right, the, right. the Music Awards, they complained about that. Right. They, they had a problem okay. with her doing Yeah, they was talking about coming into our genre. Right. But like you said, a lot of people don't know the history that's on the, the country music. That, let, let me tell you something, man. That, that's the problem with thieves. You know what I'm saying? When, when a thief <laughs> steal your stuff. You, they you, forget. They, they forget. I stole it from it is. That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem with thieves. That's it. So, oh, so, man. It is. So motivators, that's the problem with a thief. Someone steal from you, they think it's theirs. That is the problem. <laughs> and just, right, right. You have to have the authorities come and get your stuff back. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Like OJ did. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm just don't take just the don't gun. Just don't take like the OJ, gun. Don't be stupid about it. You know what I'm saying? OJ, <laughs> OJ was the- mad they had his stuff. He like- saw the inside of a prison. <laughs> if he didn't want to, he was stupid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. That memorabilia back that bad, you could have sent some ghouls to go get it, and you stay clear. And he had to go with them. You yeah. had to go with them. You know what I'm saying? He had to go with but them. Because he got some goons. It's just that yeah, they told that, on him. The that was his ego. <laughs> they they told Yeah, that was the ego. That was he the ego. For, yeah, you know? Nine-year-old ego. You know what I'm saying? Because he, 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 he thought he was invincible. So, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's, all, that's all his fault right there. But I, I'm just saying, you right. again, that problem with thieves, they think when they steal from you, right. it's them. And that's yeah. what goes on. So, and we we know this as, as foundational black Americans, we understand that. So it's time we take it back. So we're going to take it back. A hook about crook, we gonna take it back. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something, the millennials ain't scared of y'all. <laughs> That's what you're mad about. You know what I'm saying? That's what they mad about. See, the millennials ain't scared of them. And the Gen Z's. And the Gen Z's, right. The millennials and the Gen Z's ain't scared of them. You know what I'm saying? That's because they come from Gen X's. Right. <laughs> the Gen X's had the right. They had the little, little roar. They were the first Latsky kids and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> So it was like, it was no safety, nothing <laughs> for the Gen X. So that's why. So, but the millions of the Gen, Gen Z's, they ain't fighting. And that's just how it's going to be. But the, the thing that I feel about Beyonce, because the, the whole reason why I was saying I respect her hustle is because to me, she's probably the closest thing to the Michael Jacksons and the Tina Turners. Right. And the reason why I say Tina Turner is because I could see Beyonce doing a country album. I could see her doing rock. I could see her. I, I, I see her talent as far as 
going into each genre. That don't mean she masters everything she does because her acting is not that great, but she does the acting. So I love the fact that she's more than a triple threat. Like Beyonce is a very uh, marketable. First of all, she's beautiful. She's nice looking and she looked nice looking in person because I seen her and her mother. And, you know, even in person, like, you know, it's certain people that look better in person than they do or television like Lala Lala is a pretty girl you know what I yeah, mean right yeah and you know women we could talk about this we could say who's nice because I used to think Beyonce mother was like makeup all over her face all the time and when I seen her in Newark airport I couldn't believe I even told her I was like oh my god you look good because she's an older woman who still looks preserved she still look good yeah and she didn't have the makeup on like the makeup sometimes is just for the celebrity world but she was coming from the airport and then she was like telling me as a big girl to get the Darion jeans she was like we got jeans honey let me tell you we got jeans yes side jeans for big girls jeans for such and such and she was like a down-to-earth person but from the imagery that we see of her on television and stuff we like oh god she got tons of she like a dracula woman <laughs> 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 but in person she's really pretty yeah you know yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying as far as when the reason when, the reason when I got into Beyonce because I told you I went to a few of her concerts in her first one at the Garden when the Crazy in Love when she went solo, yeah. I I wasn't a big fan of Beyonce's. I liked her, but and I bought a few of her albums. I bought a few of her CDs when they was. But what I liked about it is the 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 concerts like Janet Jackson. Uh, Stevie Wonder, even Hammer. When I saw Hammer, TLC had dope. When I, I I'm a fan of dope concerts. Like, yeah. like you remember you was just talking about you 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 when Luther came out with the chicken and all that. Yeah. Like yeah. I like all the glamour in the because I like the fire. I like the ropes. I like stuff coming from the air. Those are type of concerts. What you want your money's worth when you go exactly. To- but but yeah. you get entertained. And when be, be like when Beyonce that. did her concerts, I said she's gonna be big because yeah. she had the blue she you know and, and people get it from Michael people get Michael's show was the out of this world so people he I set the stage grown men hardcore grown men screaming for him I did you see Reggie Reggie Miller at, at the <laughs> no at, that was Janet Reggie Miller is a big he's a Michael and a Janet fan but he was at Janet concert and they were showing his face and he was just like oh, they were like look at Reggie Miller boy you get in your element I'm telling you like not everybody can do that Michael does that to you. I'm telling you, yo, Michael had us all screwed. Michael did some move where he skipped across and he spun and then skipped back. And it was, the move was just crazy. And we all were screaming. The, the men, the women, the men, we all screamed. Yeah, he, he'll give you that something dude. to look at. He is just that dude. Even I went back, me and my brother was talking about the past Super Bowl shows because, you know, everybody was rating what were better. And so we had went back and watched the Michael. You know, Michael was shooting up in the air and he was one place, another place. So Rev said that was stunt doubles. And and when he when he showed up in the, I said, you sure? Because to me, that show was so the way the way his intro so yeah. this is what I'm saying. This is why people would say Michael Jackson one was number one, but Madonna did because Rev was like, Cheryl, go look at Madonna's. I forgot yeah, Madonna. all about Madonna's. That she did a dope. dope she, yeah. 
I forgot oh, about it, you know? Yeah. So when I went back I, and looked I, at it, I, I said, oh, you're right, you're right. I, I <laughs> yeah, but Mikey was the foundation. Yeah. Because you know, he yeah. was first. He you set know, the bar. Before that, before that halftime was, was marching bands, you know what I'm saying? Right, but even Michael had the band. <laughs> even the band, and, and I like how the band spelled out certain things. Like, yeah. Mike, Mike, I'm just saying, all of that to me, it, it makes the show like wow yeah. because if you could just go see them sing you could you could go to the concert so they need a little bit of all that you know metrics and all of that stuff glitter glam you know they need all that type of stuff and what I loved about Prince show is because it actually started raining when he was doing yeah. Purple Rain so that was nature like yeah. that was dope it rained for real yes yeah, yes. You can't script this. Yes, you can't make that up. Script this. And, and that was so crazy. dope. Yep. That was crazy. Yep. People like, you cannot script this. How did this happen? <laughs> and I saw a Prince, and so I'm a forever. You know, Prince. I saw Prince at the garden. You know, yeah. when when he had the butt, when he had I the butt say, out. Usher <laughs> did his thing. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and you know, what I'm saying so. It was it was all good. So Usher set I'm the bar for the new generation. Really, you know, what I'm saying so. We, we didn't know what was going to take place. Right, when, right. When, when uh, Jay Z took over to, to do this whole halftime thing, and, right? To the NFL. So even some Jays and. Jays and Jays about it and uh and what was the first the, year we didn't with the know, weekend he but, got slammed and right, I was one of them. Right, that I was I said what was on Jay Z mind. Right. But <laughs> I guess he had to he, yeah, he, he took the criticism and, and yeah, so, he's been doing well ever since. Yeah, so But it, you know, next year is gonna be in New Orleans, so people were saying they hope he give it to Lil Wayne and Drake and Nicki and I, and I think they deserve it. Oh, you know. They asked him what he do, what he do the Super Bowl halftime, and he, he had that face like, hey, what I <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I think eventually he's gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> he should do it because it's 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 time. He should do it. Yeah, but he, because they're no, gonna be he, in New Orleans, he said he would. He said he would. Yeah, yeah because it's New Orleans, I think Lil Wayne, Nicki, and Drake. I think the Cash Money. I think they. Yeah, the Cash Money. Young that money. would be dope. You know. Yeah. Even even if it's Master P and them too, with the uh, the nine and nine and come out there. You know what I'm saying? Little Mystical and all that stuff. I dig all that. Yeah, the, the whole New Orleans. You know, yeah, the I, New Orleans can no. put it. They, they can have marching bands and, yeah, and New Orleans that. music. Yeah. What? Exactly. They could put on a. They could put on a death. To, see, do you know why I love Dr. Dre and them? What they did was Dr. Dre. To me, he's he's another one that even though people give him credit for the music, but the creation of how he was participating in everything Snoop did. He, you know, he did a couple with Mary, Eminem. I thought that was one of the best, you know, because yeah. I like how they had that yeah. that whole party set, yeah. that whole party, and then how yeah. 50 came, 50 yeah. was was backwards. Remember yeah. that? Was, <laughs> 50 came back was like the video, so that was yeah. dope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that that's what I love about a show should be a show. A show should always be a show. Give, yes. give 
their money's worth. Yep. If you yep. pay a lot of money, yeah, money worth, make them talk about you. You know what I'm saying? Let them keep talking about. It. Let them tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> and and Usher album also dropped and 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 is doing well because they said every Super Bowl. Everybody who performed at the Super Bowl, their their career either you know went up really high yeah, or they yeah yeah oh yeah Super Bowl's the marketing tool yeah. and how 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 great for him to drop yeah. an album the same day same so day. people yeah. going to get it you yeah. know and that's smart yeah I like I like well the three songs that I heard I like I only listened to three songs on the album I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole I, album. I downloaded the whole one it's good I, I, downloaded, I downloaded the album too I, I did too I love I, you know because good I, good was already played I, I only listened to three songs so far so mm-hmm. songs that because one of the songs that they already played but yeah I, good good I, is already playing and right, like listen, ruined me uh, he got he got a couple of jams so, on. but besides that song there's only three other songs that I listened to mm-hmm. so I haven't listened to the whole album yet but I like what I've heard so far so right. when I when I get a chance I will because I like to drive and listen to my music mm-hmm. you know, that's how I critique it the best you know what I'm saying but DJ Nelson the maestro is giving us the wrap up sign and everything like that so motivated and uh Hey, this Freestyle Friday Sonatic is Hey, I had so much just had so much fun talking to you guys and ranting a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me y'all some recapping of, of, of all week long and everything like that. It's it's all good. It's all with love. You know what I'm saying? Even I'm ranting out, it's all with love, y'all. <laughs> okay. But we're gonna take our deep breaths and say our affirmation protection prayer so we can uh get through this freestyle Friday. Of the right way, all right. So, beloved, let's breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it, breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloved, breathe in, hold it, hold it, hold it, release, extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. Maybe work, school, or play on this Freestyle Friday and all this shenanigans that go with it. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Star. Yes, indeed. What kind of shenanigans you getting into this weekend? This weekend, I'm just going to be relaxing. I'm just chilling out. I might go to a concert, so we'll see what happens. I hear you. I test the concert at St. George Theater. We'll see. Right. If you're local, like I said, go to the bars in Noble, uh, in Car Place, Long Island, New York. And uh, check out some, some, some Nassau County and, and check out the patterns. It's all about hip hop. And uh, the, uh, and, and it's going to be like a lot of panelists there. Ralph McDaniels uh, uh, of a uh, 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 video music box and, and, and folks. And, and, and uh, go check it out and, and uh, enjoy yourself. I'll be there and everything too. I may bring some of my books, uh, hip hop problems and stuff like that. So if I, if I come down, I bring my books then you can, and I. I, I signed up for a few of y'all stuff like that. All right, okay. So uh, we're gonna take a mean start. Now we're gonna take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Hey, y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend this weekend, y'all. Y'all be safe. All right. We love you. Hey, soul motivators, hit us up. 
Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.